And we have a whopper. I'm Arlene Bonin, in for John Oakley. Topics worthy of discussion, of course, brought to you by Pizzaville. We have David Wills, Stephen Holliday, and John Carmichael in the studio. Stephen, let me ask you, as we get into this fiscal update, we were all waiting as a country what the liberals were going to do, showing a little bit of agility here. They, the investment was bleeding to the United States, and there were a lot of concerns about how things have changed since that campaign. What are your thoughts? Good job by the Liberals here? Well, I, my overall reaction is, is how are we going to pay for all this stuff? Uh, mm-hmm. But I do appreciate the fact that business is being paid attention to. Uh, I am a little surprised this isn't the typical little Liberal pattern that you see of uh, nuggets coming out before an election. Um, They are addressing a fundamental issue that Canadians have been worrying about because they've been watching what is happening in the U.S. and and have legitimate concerns over business and economy Mm -hmm. in Canada. So they're taking a step to, I think, set themselves up to show some sort of solidity before the election. Um, But we'll see how the details work out. Um, You know, how will the tax cuts, who will they benefit? Will they actually benefit Canada businesses? Will we see the economy grow? I don't know. And and again, the underlying issue is, is this growing deficit and how will we manage going forward? All right, John Carmichael, what do you say? We had Joe Oliver on. He had a lot of things to say as a former finance minister, but he thought the big areas of vulnerability, that there there maybe should have been a broader tax cut to get the mindset of Canadians out of all this. What do you think? Well, I, I've heard the, um, the, the finance minister, Vic Fideli, uh, applaud the, uh, the tax cuts mm-hmm. and the, uh, particularly the amortization on manufacturing and some of the equipment purchases which gives uh, an incentive to industry to be spending. Uh, I think the bigger story, frankly, is the continued growth of the deficit yeah. and debt. Mm-hmm. It, it, that uh, Stephen mentioned, who's going to pay for this? We're uh, we're saddling our grandchildren and great grandchildren with debt that is never going to be payable. At some point, somebody's got to pony up, and uh, we just can't keep spending. And so we see that this media sector finance package is out there, mm-hmm. and there are other. <laughs> There are other tools that are, are hopefully helpful, and, and I do hope they help. Um, the one thing I think is important is that we they have addressed a few issues that will make us competitive with the U.S., but at the end of the day, we're building debt on debt on debt, and I just uh, I find that reprehensible. David, you know, there is a real sense here that the Liberals may have made a misstep. Right now, it's okay. The The public does, you know, they got, a, they got an ear and an eye to the deficit, but we all know how this goes. It's all good until it's not good anymore. Kathleen Wynne, we could uh, ask Kathleen about this when all of a sudden the people of Ontario said, you know what? financially, we've got some trouble here. What are you thinking here? Well, I, you know, I think this whole race to keep up with the U.S., you have to be careful because, you know, everybody's pointing to some very short-term data from Donald Trump's tax cuts. Conveniently, they're ignoring their ballooning Deficits. deficit and debt. Like it's out of control with zero plan for ever raining I know, but in. we've got deficits. They've got ballooning deficits know, and they've the, got business feeling they can they can only, expand and do well but there. But all of this, like this harp that we have to keep up, they're ignoring that part of the U.S. story. But as John rightly pointed out here, we're not ignoring that here. We, we're, we're very attuned to that, to that part of the problem. But we don't want to, we have to, we have to race this, but we can't, like we, we're not connecting those things. I think that the 
you know, the the good tax cut that was in here is the one that John talked about, about the accelerated depreciation, because you're actually rewarding companies who are investing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., the tax... So strategic there. The tax cuts, like the de- the evidence is in. The money that they that they got, the, the profits mm-hmm. went way up, wages stayed flat, investments stayed flat. And what did they do with the biggest thing they did with it? They bought back shares. So that actually doesn't do anything and for the economy. that is the it sugar, and that's the sugar high that is working in exactly. the United and States. Exactly, and what happens mm-hmm. with the sugar high? You crash. I think mm-hmm. the part that is interesting politically, this is, he's fighting against, uh, you know, the uh, the provincial, uh, the Ontario conservatives who are really the conservative voice in the country right at this moment. Like Doug Ford is the loudest voice right across the country as a conservative, uh, I would argue. He's ignoring Jagmeet Singh. I saw that just on the ticker here mm-hmm. that he finally called a, a, by, a by-election yes, for February. Yeah. So he's giving himself a very short window of comparison from the left, and he's fighting and he's arguing on the right. He's trying to shore up saying, well, we did all of those things. You have no argument. So he's trying to like, and if I can thrilled. fend off the conservatives, yeah. then I can, if he can fend keep off Jagmeet. Jagmeet. Yeah, if he can keep Jagmeet out of it. All right. But that is that is just kicking the can down the road. Okay, um, we, we have to take a break and we're, I want to stick with this. And Stephen, you're up next. We're going to be back in a moment. Let's check the roads. Global News Radio, 640 